0: I walk into this room and all I see is pure, powerful potential. Not many years ago, I was in those spots, and I felt like the way you do tonight, I really did. We're going to take a journey together, you, me most importantly, the Lord. But there's one prerequisite for this journey that you need to know. You need to know this. It needs to be clear in your mind tonight. It's not the person sitting next to you. It's not the person sitting on the other side. It's not the person you're thinking about at home. You will be on this journey with the Lord. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, this room has so much potential. Father, it has so much potential to glorify you. But Lord, we know there's so much potential for the other one too. We pray, Lord, that here in this place, these walls, You'd protect us. You'd protect us from the darkness that would love to creep in under the doors in our hearts and in our minds. We pray that You would keep that at bay. We pray that Your Spirit would have free course in all hearts here. This do we pray through your son's wonderful name. Amen. First, I feel like I need to tell you about my journey. I don't often dream. When I go to sleep, I sleep. That's what I do. When I do dream, it's often this random thought. When I wake up in the morning, I don't really remember what I dream. Maybe you're like me. Maybe some of you have such vivid dreams that when you wake up, that's all you can think about. March 27th, 2013. Went to bed like any other night. Through that night, I dreamt. And I I, I don't mean that I I, I thought about colors and, and I was flying through the air. No, no. The Lord took me on a journey. It's a journey I've not told anyone but my wife. I'll tell you why. Because I woke up almost in a panic. A few weeks ago, I was working and I saw an email in my inbox. I saw it was the registrar's office. I opened the email, I checked the schedule, I would signed up, I, I think, to be a teacher. And there I saw Monday night. And the Lord said, there's a message that needs to be delivered. And the first thing I thought of was that dream. I don't dream. But the Lord took me through that because He said, this potential, this room, they need to know that they're on a journey. And I want to remind you that you're on a journey with the Lord tonight, here. There's going to be some things we'll talk about that there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can't escape it. It's here you got to deal with it. And you know what I'm confident of? You're smart. I know you. I talk with some of you. You're very smart. And I know that when the Lord asks you a question tonight, I have absolute confidence that you'll answer it. I have absolute confidence. I don't want to tell you what that dream was just yet. Cause I'm not ready. I really struggled. Do, do I need to pour out my heart? Do I need to? And the Lord said, You do. We're going to read from Luke 15. If you don't have a Bible, that's okay. Luke 15, starting at 1. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. 11. And he said, A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that followeth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and journeyed himself to a citizen of that country, and sent him. Into his fields to feed swine. And he would have fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in thy sight I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But his father said unto him, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring in his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring thither the fatted calf and kill it. Let us eat and be merry, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry, and his elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And he was angry. He wouldn't go in. Therefore came his father out and treated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy like commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, and thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. that banner that we have in layman, Who Am I? You know what it begs? It begs you to question in your minds what makes you up. Who are you? When somebody asks you, Who are you? What do you say? You say your name. You claim existence because you've been given a gift. You've been given a name. But it begs a deeper question. What's all this about? Yeah, I'm here. Why? Why'd you bring me here? Why am I on this journey? Why am I here in this place now? Why? It's because your parents brought you? It's because your friends are here. Why are you here? You know, this journey, there's a few things that describe it to some of you. Some of you know you're on this path. You're trying to figure out who you are. Trying to figure out what career you want. What friends you want who the lord is and you say to yourself i know what path i'm on i know i'm on this journey i don't know everything about it but i'm on it and i'm walking on this path it's a long path but i'm on it and i'm going to keep going i commend you for that there's some of you that say you know what i'm young I've got a lot of potential. I need to figure a few things out, but I've got, I got plans. I, I know what career I want. I know I want to get married one day. I know I'd, I'd love to have kids. I'd love that, you know that White House, you know, with that picket fence. Or maybe you're the adventurer type. You want to travel, you want to see the world. you want to gain experience. You want that trip to Europe on your own. Maybe you know what path you're on. Maybe some of you have said, you know what, I know what path I'm on. I'm I'm, I'm comfortable here. I really am. Why? Because, you know, I've, I've heard of who this God is. I know a little bit about him. I know that if I live well and live good and I'm a good person, things are going to work out in the end. You see, because you know, you know what I'm taught and what we're taught? That, that in the end of life, there's going to be this, you know, the, this weight. It says, you know what? I just, I just need to do one more good thing than all the bad things I've done. Because one day it's just going to outweigh. And I'm going to be Okay. Maybe you see yourself as that brother in the story. You see everybody else's journey. Maybe you're one of those. You see what everybody else is walking, and you say, man, Jim, you know, he, he's going to college. He, he picked a great college, and you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna have it all figured out. Or maybe you're the one that says, look at Sally. Can you believe what she's doing? You see who she wants to go out with? Are you kidding? Do you see Bob's Facebook status? You see what he did? Maybe you're that person that looks at everybody else's journey. And there's a part of you that's scared. I tell you, you're scared to look at your own. We are all on a journey. Everyone here is on a journey. I was on a journey and and I really did feel like I had things figured out i I, I gotta say I, I'm gonna level with you and say I had things figured out why uh, because I, I was doing okay in school, but I was having fun, and that was that was most important. Um, I had a cool car. You know, you know the, the the one that everybody looks at and is like, "Wow, now that is a car." I had that. You know what? Also, I had I had this one little doubt. You know, when you think you have everything figured out, but you go to sleep? You go to sleep and you're just not happy? Do you know what that's like? I think you do. Why? Because you're smart. Because you know you don't have everything figured out. And some of you are going to go to sleep tonight knowing you're on a journey, but you're going to go to sleep Emptiness. I did that, but I hit it. You know, I hit it with more things. I hit it with more friends, and, and I wanted to push it aside because I wanted everybody to look at me and say, you know what, Glenn, he's got things figured out. He really does. You see, there were some chinks in my armor. I remember one Sunday afternoon. Nice bright day. I thought to myself, you know what? This uh, I didn't have time for afternoon church. My cousin and I we had better things to do. So we went for a little drive. This nice leisurely drive out near our house. Why? Because we could, for one, and it was a whole lot better than going to church. I remember fooling around in the cars, and there was that corner coming up, and I said, You know what? We're, we're going to take this, and we're going to really show this other guy uh, what I got, because what I got's a whole lot better than he does. And there was this moment in my mind where I said, you know what? You're just going a bit too fast. Within a second, I was in a ditch, putting the risk of somebody's life, my dear cousin, with me. You know, that's not what I remember about that day. That's, that was chance, as I called it. But you know what I remember the most? You know, I was happy I had things figured out. I, I thought to myself, you know what, I, m- I made a few phone calls. I called a friend and I said, you got to get my car. Um, bring me, bring me some, some stitches. Bring me some ice. I was, in, I was in mode, you know what, let's correct this. Let's fix it. It's going to be fine. It's, everything's going to be fine. Let's just fix this. Get the car. Get it in the garage. Give me some ice. Let's fix this up. It's going to be fine. I kept telling myself that it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know when I knew it wasn't fine? You know when I knew that? I will not forget the face that I saw for the rest of my life. You know why? Because it was my face. In the hospital, I went to the bathroom. I opened the door. And there it was. You know what the Lord told me? He says, that's who you are. The sin that I was covering, all the journey that I wanted, came out. Came out blood. Came out with bruise. And He said, that's who you are. See, because there's some of you that are on this journey that are covering things up. You have this bag with you that you're carrying because it's yours. And there's things that you're stuffing in this bag. You don't want anybody to see it, but it's yours, and that's comfortable to you. I couldn't hide what I had been hiding anymore. March 27th. I fallen asleep and I found myself in a busy, busy city. I was there and I was with some friends. And we had to get from one city to another. We were going from Toronto, we needed to get to Montreal. And this place was packed. And I remember dreaming and, and feeling the presence of hundreds of other people. And we had one singular purpose. We needed to go from here to there. We had a journey. That I remember. But we were worried. I remember seeing my friends' faces as we as we looked around and, and we knew we needed to get there, but We didn't think we could because there were so many people. And then one of the friends in the dream, I remember one specifically, that said, guys, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I know a special way to get there. And I remember thinking, I remember feeling relieved. Okay, where do we got to go? He said, there's these tunnels that nobody knows about. And we're going to go through there. So I remember us weaving through the people and and getting to this tunnel. And I remember climbing through. And we could stand in these tunnels. And and, and my friends, they they started running. We had to get to another station. He said, these tunnels will take us to this special station that's going to take us to Montreal. I remember getting through there and starting to run. And you know in dream mode, you're like, you know... You've all felt that. You're like, no. They were gone. And I remember feeling like, wait up! I, I I I gotta get there with you. And I couldn't. I just I just couldn't couldn't run. And they were gone. There I was. And I woke up. You know, I I told you I don't I don't really dream. And what I did, it, it wasn't it wasn't the fact that I was with friends and then You know, this weird we gotta get somewhere and then they said let's take these it wasn't that. You know what it was? I woke up. I felt alone. They were with me and I I couldn't keep up and they didn't they didn't even care. It's three o'clock in the morning. Why am I thinking of this? I gotta go to sleep. That's what I was thinking. I thought, okay, forget, who cares? This this is dumb. So I just went back to sleep. And I was back in it. That never happens. But I was back in it. I remember finally getting to this other terminal and seeing all the people in these fast trains. And I saw my friends out in the distance they'd gotten to one of these factories and they were so happy. They were laughing. They were so excited. And and, and I wasn't with them. They left me. They they zoomed off and I thought, no, 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 no. I got to get there. I got to get there. So I started running. And this time I could run in the stream. I was pushing people aside and I got to this train and I saw it and it started going and I jumped. I caught on to the train. So it's going? I got caught on and I thought to myself, okay, now this is good. Climbed into the train. I didn't really know anybody there. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Kind of expected to see my friends in, in the couple cars ahead. I didn't really recognize anybody. Then the train stopped. I thought, oh finally, I'm I'm here. I'm in Montreal. It's where I need to be. And I got out of the car and I walked. I was at the same place where I started. Why'd I do all that? That's what I felt. Where are my friends? I'm alone. And I woke up. I couldn't stand that dream. I I couldn't get it out of my head. Because it told me that you really got to know who you're on this journey with. See, the journey you're on, the journey that I'm on, some of you, Thirty six to be exact. Some of you you're on a journey where you can feel this hand. You you can feel it. It's tight around yours. You look up, you see somebody, and they say it's gonna be fine. Because you know that face. You know that face. Why? Because you see a few scars. You see a scar on the side. You see little dots in a forehead. And you feel that hand. There's a little bump right in the middle. You know, Jesus is with you on that journey. It's not always easy because sometimes you trip. You, you just can't, can't deal with everything that's going on. And that hand with strength says it's going to be fine. There are times when, when you're holding that hand that you feel that scar. You know what the response is from your Savior? It says, that's okay. I did that for you. You don't understand it. You know, 36 of you, you don't understand it fully because I'm still learning it. And our Savior says it's okay. And He keeps holding our hand through this journey. I don't want there to be any confusion tonight. Why? Why? Because we said one, everybody's on a journey, and two, you're all going with someone. And for 36 of you, you're with your Savior, and He's guiding you. Then there's the others. I want a few things to be plain and simple. You're very smart, you're very bright. We're going to make things very simple. You're holding another hand. You're holding a hand of someone that looks at you and laughs. He looks at you and sees you fall and he says, you're pathetic, man. I want something to be very, very clear. That all the rest of you that are on this journey, you might even feel like you know where you're going. That the other one that's holding your hand, he's laughing at you. Because you think you know where you're going, and he's just kicking you along. He's saying, oh yeah, he, you're making your own decisions. Go, get up. Keep walking. Go. Go. Let's be absolutely clear. Are you ready? Absolutely clear. Satan hates you. He hates everything about you. And he would love to see you die on that ground because he hates you. You need to know that. Very simple, very clear. He hates you. I want you to know that tonight. I want you to know that tomorrow. When you wake up in the morning, He hates me. I want you to, I I challenge you to say that to yourself. When you have a choice of one hand that's scarred because it had nails pounded through it. A side that was cut. A crown of thorns. I want you to know you have a choice. That's one hand. And he loves you. Everything he did, he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. you. Or, it sounds pathetic. You can take the other hand. That guy hates you. He wants you to give up. He wants you to feel like you're in control. You can make your own choices. And the whole time, you look back at that face and he's laughing at you. When I saw myself in that mirror clearly for the first time. When I saw the weight of my sin that I couldn't hide anymore, couldn't hide it from my parents, couldn't hide it from my family, I couldn't find, hide it from my church family. Remember I told you it was on a Sunday? Remember that Sunday afternoon? Didn't feel like going to church. In Windsor we have evening service started at 7.30, I think, at the time. You know what I had to deal with that night? You know when I felt like I don't want anybody to see me? That I wanted to crawl into a hole and I didn't want anybody to know what had happened? You know what happened that night? Probably 30 people of my friends and my family came over. You know what their response was? We love you. And I remember reading some of this. What shall we say then? God before us, who can be against us? He that spared not His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? What shall we, shall we, who shall we lay anything to uh, the charge of God's elect? It's God that justifies us. 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Ask yourself that the 30-some of you that are holding on to Christ's hand, who can separate you from that? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, In all things, we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded. Ready? Think about each of these things. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus as Lord. When you go to sleep, when you wake up, if there's anything you remember from tonight, this journey you're on, this life that you have, you're taking it with somebody. Who do you want to take it with? I'm asking these questions, and I know some of you have your brain shut off. I know that. Trust me. I was in your seat. But you will not forget that there's one who will hold your hand that will guide you through, or there's the other one that hates you.